Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hi, and welcome to episode 24 of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Samantha Harris, travel agent with Pineapple Escapes. Joining me today are Sharon Sproul and Ashley Hun. Thank you for listening in as we discuss Universal Orlando's water park, Volcano Bay. Sharon, Ashley, and I were all three at Volcano Bay with our families for spring break in April. Prior to that, Sharon and I were there together in March with Jamie also. Ashley, which hotel did you guys stay at while you were at Universal? Hello. We stayed at Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort which is conveniently located right by Volcano Bay. Um, We stayed in a family suite, interior entry. It was my family of five. So it worked out great for us, especially for the days that we ended up heading over, walking right over to Volcano Bay. And it was our first visit to Universal. So my kids had never been there. They had never seen the hotel. They loved everything about it, the whole style, the 50s look. We bowled the first day and the bowling alley that's on site there and obviously spent a lot of time in the Bayliner Diner and just love the whole vibe of the hotel. Yeah, Sharon and Jamie and I stayed there also when we were there in March. And then when I went back with my family for spring break, we stayed at Cabana Bay also. And I ate at the hideaway bar outside by the pool both times I was there because the food was so good. We actually never ate there. but Oh, yeah. You missed a good meal right there because it was oh, it was God. very yummy. Yeah. Yeah, the fish tacos were worth going back for, so. I almost um, went to Cabana Bay while we were there (laughs) just to get those fish tacos. Like, I debated. Yeah, for for hotel food, I felt like while we were at Cabana Bay, we ate at the Bayley Diner also. But for the the food there for a family was very affordable and really good. Yeah, now I'm feeling like I missed out on the fish tacos. Well, we're going to have to go again. There you go. Right? (laughs) Yeah, Cabana Bay is is just really a cute, you know, resort. The theming to it is is just fabulous. I told my mom, like, you're going to love Cabana Bay. Of course, we ended up staying at Dockside, which was lovely. But I can't wait to actually go back with her because I really think she's going to get to the resort and be like, all right, y'all go to the parks and have fun. I'm sort of hanging out here. You know, it just it's not it's cute. What can I say? Yeah. Well, we did our first day at Volcano Bay, and then second day we did the parks. Third day we were supposed to go back to the parks, but everybody was tired and wore out. So we just spent our third day, the entire day, rotating between both of the pools at Cabana Bay and literally just, I mean, 10 hours sat by the pool while Andrew played in the pool all day. Oh, wow. So it is a it is a nice break sometimes from the park to have that option with the two pools and the Lazy River, and they have an arcade and the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. And, but yes, it's very conveniently located with a walking path to Volcano Bay. So if you're going to Volcano Bay, Cabana Bay Beach Resort is the best hotel to stay at. Yes. And we did, I think we did the first couple days in the parks. And then we had planned, I think, day three to go to Volcano Bay, which is what we did. We got up early 
um, and did the early admission there. And then actually on day four, our plan was to go back into the parks, which a couple of us did to try and ride Hagrid's. But my youngest wanted to go back to Volcano Bay. So my husband took him to Volcano Bay and they spent the morning there. And then after we went into the parks in the morning, we went to Volcano Bay for the afternoon and spent that time there. So although I had initially only planned Volcano Bay for one day, we ended up spending a couple of days there, which was really nice because really in one day we weren't able to see everything. So it was good to go back and kind of catch things that we missed the first time. That's nice. Now, Sharon, when your family went, you rented a cabana for the day at Volcano Bay, right? We did. So our main reason for wanting to rent a cabana bay is my mom's in a wheelchair and water parks are not her thing. Neither are they Roberts, which I'll get to that in a second. But so we knew she would want to go and enjoy the grandkids, but probably not necessarily want to be in the sun all day. And so I actually looked into when we were there in March about renting a cabana. And I did when I was there. And I was pleasantly surprised to find out that they do have cabanas that are ADA accessible, meaning that she could drive her wheelchair right into the cabana, no matter if it's a lower level or an upper level. So talking to the team member there at Volcano Bay, he said, you know, I would highly suggest doing the upper level. Number one, you don't have people on top of you, but then you also get the view and she can still take her wheelchair up. There's actually an elevator there. And so that's what I did. When I came home, I was telling them about it. And my sister said, well, hold on. I think maybe we need to get another one because there was going to be 12 of us and the cabana was only going to hold six. So we were sort of going to have to take turns and try to do that. And so we looked and there was actually another one available. And so we put in the request for us to be side by side. And let me just tell you, if you have a group, no matter what your size is, you need to rent a cabana. Like when we were at Volcano Bay, the park maxed out and it was so nice. Number one, like we were sort of off the beaten path. We were over in the river village. And so we did not have the traffic of the main people walking by us. So it was quiet. I don't think other than going to the bathroom, my mom left the cabana. Like she just laid up there on the couch. She enjoyed us when we came up there. She enjoyed the view and she had a wonderful time. I mean, like I said too, Robert does not like water parks. Like he just does not. He has a thing about it. So we knew, all right, you know, he's probably going to be short lived, but he actually stayed with us the whole time too, because he stayed in the cabana. He did ride a couple of rides with us, but then he stayed up in the cabana as well with her and they had a great time. He's now like, all right, when are we going back to Volcano Bay? I'm golden as long as we can get another cabana. (laughs) So it was just so nice. I mean, some of the benefits that you get with it is we had our own Tapu Tapu station, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit of what Tapu Tapu is. So we had our own Tapu Tapu station. We had a cabana steward. So anytime we needed something, we just raised a flag. He came within minutes to see, you know, what we needed. We also had a waitress So we could order food and drinks right from there. I don't know. I know when we were walking through the park that day, like I said, it was like park was maxed out. There was lines of people for food. And all we had to do was get in touch with our waitress. We ordered food and we had our food within 10 minutes. And there were people who were standing in line easily more than 20 minutes waiting for food. 
and we had it super quick. It does have a separate menu, so we didn't have access to all the food in the park. It has its own cabana menu, but the food was delicious as usual. We had uh, beach towels that we could use there, so we didn't have to take our own beach towels. There was water bottles, two per person, which was fabulous. There's a refrigerator, so they had them cold. There was also a welcome basket that had some snacks that were delicious. The pineapple in it was amazing. I'm actually not speaking for myself because the kids gobbled up the pineapple. Like, I don't think any of the adults got any. They opened both baskets and within minutes had all the pineapple gone. And I was a little disappointed about that because they said it was so yummy. The cabana steward, we had Robbie. He was fabulous. So if Universal is listening or Robbie, if you're listening, we had such a great, great time with you. The cabana stewards actually cannot accept tips from our understanding. Universal does pay them a decent wage, whatever that defines as well enough that they cannot accept tips. But the waiters and waitresses do accept tips. So do show them appreciation for the love that they have shown your family if you do get a cabana. I mean, I have to tell you, like, if we go again, even just the four of us, we're definitely getting another cabana. It really was worth the expense. It was just a nice home base. Like, me and the kids could go off and ride rides, and then we could come back. When we knew it was about lunchtime, we went up. We like tapu tapooed into a ride right from our cabana. We went and hopped in the lazy river. But before we left, we placed our order with our family with what we wanted for lunch. They ordered for us while we were gone. And then they texted me, hey, the food's here. And we hurried back over to the cabana to eat. So it was it was really nice, a nice thing to have, I guess, while we were there. There are limited ADA accessible cabanas. So if you are looking for one, you are going to want to rent it right away. Thankfully, we w- did put in a request to have two side by side. They were able to grant that. They do not guarantee that request. So we knew there was a chance we actually weren't going to be together. But we were together in a whole section that we could just pretty much go back and forth with. So the kids really had fun. And then out front, we had a little beach area that the kids loved as well. They played out there. But it was just a nice home base to make sure the kids are drinking water. You know, it's hot outside. They're, you know, swallowing in probably more water than we wanted to realize just something to you know refresh for them the cabanas they looked amazing and they do fill up rather quickly so if you're thinking about getting one you'll want to reserve it as soon as you decide that you do want one but sharon you talked about the tap who tap who station that is within the cabana so can you let's uh, talk about exactly what the tap who tap who is sure so tapu tapu I don't even really know how to describe it. I call it my wristwatch, which is totally a wrong description because your tapu tapu does not tell time at all. Hey, Universal, again, if you're listening, this would be a nice upgrade for tapu tapu to tell time for those people who maybe aren't carrying their phone around with them. But it is like this wristlet that everybody wears. And what it does is several things. First, it puts you in a virtual line for a ride. So if a ride has a 45-minute wait, you tapu-tapu into it. And then while you're waiting in line, you can actually go do other things that do not require a line. So you can go enjoy the wave pool or you can get maybe in the Lazy River or the Rapid River. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a few minutes here too. But it just allows you to wait in line for a ride without having to wait in line. Now, when you do go back to that ride, when 
your tapu tapu tells you that it's time for you to ride. You will experience a short line, but it really, I don't think we had to wait any more than maybe 10 minutes for a ride when we got in line for it. Same for us. We didn't wait any more than 10 minutes. And the day that we were there, it was also um, max to capacity. And we didn't wait in line any longer than 10 minutes once our Tapu Tapu said it was time to go get in line. Yeah, I mean, that really is nice because when you have kids, they're ready to ride. They're wanting to be in the water. They're not wanting to stand outside just waiting for a ride. And so that system, I wish all water parks would get the system because it really is a game changer. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine now going to our local water park and having to stand in line because I'm like, all right, I'm spoiled now. I want to tapu tapu and be in a virtual line. So it really is nice. The water coaster, the Krakatau water coaster, it was over two hour wait. So yeah, you would have been standing in that line for two hours instead of enjoying your lunch or the pool or whatever else you were doing, not standing there in line. And it was, we were there in April. So obviously it was not summer yet, but it was still 80 degrees. And I couldn't imagine standing there for two hours on that concrete you know, in middle of summer in Orlando. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can experience long uh, wait times for their most more popular rides like Krakatau. And I mean, I mean, like I said, I mean, I'll say it again. It really is a game changer. All water parks really need to be talking to Universal about the system and try to create their own system system with it. It really is is a nice feature. Another part that the kids loved about Tapu Tapu is the play. So there's little stations throughout where you can Tapu Tapu, which means you just put your um, little wristlet up to the little um, symbol and maybe it will squirt water out at people who are on, you know, a certain ride or in a lazy river. If you're walking through the volcano, it has some special features in there. It also allows you to take pictures with the whole family. So you can um, tap to take a picture. There's a couple of places where they have cameras set up for you to take those pictures. I think we did a couple of those in March. My family really didn't do any of those. We went into the park in April planning to utilize all the pictures, and then we didn't. I'm not sure why. I guess time escaped us. It's also a cashless system, too. So when you're getting lunch or if you're in the shop shopping, you can use it to pay. You can set up your pay through the um, Universal mobile app. That is a nice feature as well. So you're not having to worry about carrying your credit cards throughout the park with you or having to go back to the locker to get it just to be able to go get lunch. You can do it all on your Tapu Tapu. I will tell you, we we made a mistake when we were there. And really, I mean, it's a mistake that I didn't realize. I thought our all of our Tapu Tapus were linked together. So some of the rides like Krakatau have pictures that they take of you while you're on the ride. And so I thought, like, for instance, my Tapu Tapu was linked to my kids' Tapu Tapus. So if I went to the picture at the end of the day, you know, to the um, booth to have them all linked to my photo pass, that all I had to do was scan mine. That's not the case. You have to have actually all the Tapu Tapus. They have to scan each one. 
So if you're like my family, what we did was I said, all right, Robert, you know, me and Carrie are going to go do the pictures. You take the boys on back to the hotel and start getting them showered up. So then when I get there, I can go ahead and shower up and we can make it, you know, go to dinner. Well, that was the mistake because when they left, I didn't get their tapu tapu for the pictures. So we actually missed out on getting some of our pictures. I would have needed all the tapu tapu bands. So if you do split up at the end of the day, or if you just send one person to go get pictures, make sure you collect everybody's tapu tapu bands so that they can scan each of those for those pictures, which you can add to your photo pass. One more thing that the tapu tapu does is you can tap to lock your locker in the park if you choose to to get a locker. So just something. I think it's tap to ride, tap to play, tap to pay, tap to snap, and tap to lock are there to help you remember all of the things that the tapu tapu can do for you. Oh, that's nice about the locker. That's We had the cabana, so we didn't have to go to the locker station. We had our own locker in the cabana. But that's nice to know when we go next time, because me and Eli are going in a couple of weeks, and we'll probably end up getting a locker. So that's I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, the Tapu Tapu, Sharon, I agree, is definitely a game changer, especially when you have little kids. So my youngest is seven. And when we went for, you know, over spring break, I mean, we would not have stayed the entire day, probably, if we had to stand in some of those lines. But w- the the mistake that we made with the Tapu Tapu was we tapped into Krakatau with like a 200 and something minute wait. And then there were several water slides that as we were walking by, Andrew says, can we do this? And they had a five minute wait, but you still had to Tapu Tapu. And if you tapped into those it would erase the first one that you went into. So it would tell you, do you want to cancel your first tapu or do you want to do this one? And so um, there were some rides slides that we probably, that we didn't get to do because we were waiting on the Krakatau coaster. Probably we should have checked those rides and done those smaller ones first before we done the Krakatau a second time. But we got off the Krakatau the first time and he immediately wanted to like get right back in line for it. So Now, all in all, we still had a great day, but just keep that in mind that you can only do one tapu tapu at a time. time. Yep. Yeah, it would be nice maybe if it like, I don't know, I guess because you can't be in multiple virtual lines, it would be the same. But yeah, Yeah. for those ones that have those higher ones. Yeah. 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 But I don't know, maybe those rides that were only like five minutes. We were like, why can't we just get in line? Why do we have to tap? Like, just let us walk in line. But of course, we couldn't do that because that wasn't. The policy, so. Because they were at capacity, you said, when you were there. So when we were there, we had the same kind of thing, but there were a lot of actually rides that you could ride now. It says it right there on the Tapu Tapu. So when we would walk by and it would say right now, then it was like, oh, we're going to just hop on this one. Oh, okay. So when they said right now, you don't have to tap in. You don't have to tap in. If it says right now, if it has a time, a wait time, then you have to tap in. But if it just says ride now, you can just get in line and ride it. So that's what we did because we had tapped in and had a pretty long wait. I don't remember if it was for Krakatau or something else. So we kind of just walked to the rides. And of course, you know, they also wanted to do the wave pool and the lazy river, but the ones that say ride now, you can just hop on while you're waiting for the longer wait time to drop. Right. So we have talked about 
we've mentioned Krakatau quite often. So let's just talk about that. That is Volcano Bay's number one ride, I feel like. Um, it had the longest wait, like I said, at one time over 200 minutes. It's actually a water coaster. Mm-hmm. What did your family think about that one, Ashley? That was probably their favorite, <laughs> like everyone else, it seems yeah. like. So again, that was one that everyone wanted to ride. We tapped in pretty early on that one. The wait, I don't remember what it was now. It, you know, it was fairly maybe a 90 minute wait or so. So we did other rides while waiting for that one. But I think that we could have four on that ride. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there were five of us. So only four of us could ride it, which was really the the only negative that we had with it couldn't ride it together as a family but the kids loved it I had never been on a ride and you know obviously my whole life that was like quite like the water roller coaster I was thinking how is it going to get us up <laughs> I don't know how the whole system works but to go it was just fun it was different you know it was like kind of like a roller coaster on the water so they loved it again wanted to do it again and I think that the weight had grown so we ended up just doing other things but then when my son and uh, husband went back the next day, they did that a few times, the two of them, and then and everyone left it. So Now, yeah. I think it has, am I right, seven different drops on that coaster? Does seven sound right? Yes, seven sounds right. Yep. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. A so, lot. I yeah. Mean, like, when we say it's a roller coaster, a water roller coaster, like, do not picture in your mind, like, Hagrid's or Hulk or something like that, that the roller coasters that you experience in Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure, it's totally different. I almost feel like the name mm-hmm. is a little deceiving. I mean, it is, you know, faster. But if you are someone who does not like a standard roller coaster, try this ride. It is fabulous. You're sitting low to the ground and you're almost cocooned in the raft that you're in. So when you're holding on, even though you're doing a drop and the drop is fast enough that it's getting you like the water is pushing you back up, then it still is not scary. Like I actually did get my sister on this and she (laughs) refuses to ride anything almost, you know, faster than a carousel. No, I mean, she will ride a little faster, but she will not get on a roller coaster. And she, I actually did get her on this and she was like, all right, that wasn't bad. I didn't get her back on it, but she wasn't <laughs> like killing me when we got off, you know, because I made her ride this. Like it, it really was not bad. You are cocooned. You, no. I felt totally yeah. safe in this. And like Jamie always right. tells us, they're not going to put you on a ride that's going to kill you. Like, you know, these rides are and safe. And there are no extreme drops on the ride. And no. It's, it's basically like you're on a water slide. Yeah. That's going around yeah. and then up and down at times. Yeah. But it just has that coaster, just a little bit of the speed aspect yes. with your raft that's, I feel that's like, pushing you to go faster. Yeah, I feel like the worst part of this ride is at the end when you're coming to the end and the raft goes into a little deeper water. And I mean, when I say deeper, we're talking like just a couple of inches. That water is so cold. It cold. is freezing. <laughs> And it it just is very cold. So just beware, like you will hit very cold water at the end. <laughs> that is the worst Which probably part. probably feels really nice in July. Yes, you're probably right. In July, August, it probably feels great. But mm-hmm. April, it still wasn't quite warm enough yet. 
Now, I laugh because Sharon's talking about how scary this ride is not. And the first time we got off at Sharon, I was shaking. <laughs> you did so now, good, I did, did good. I did ride it a second time. And after that, I was fine. But the first time we got off this ride, I was literally, my hands were shaking. But I do not do coasters. I don't do thrill rides. I have a little bit of anxiety when I don't know what to expect on a ride. So the yeah. second time I rode it, it was fine. When I went back with my family, rewrote it twice. We had a great time. But the first time I got off of it, I was not as thrilled as Sharon and Jamie were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get that because my niece, I told them, I mean, listen, my niece rides, she's like a daredevil, you know, she's with the guys like riding whatever. And I had told like, it's seven drops. That's what you have seven drops. So worst case scenario, just start counting. And she comes off and she's like, Shane, you lied to me. There's more than seven. And I'm like, I promise I didn't lie to you. Like, it's not. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're getting ready to go to go down this volcano. <laughs> so hush. So the volcano ride, speaking of that, it's like a body plunge. And I can't really, I guess, describe too much about it because I didn't ride it and neither did anybody that was in my family. But Ashley, several of your family members rode it, right? Yeah, we're talking about the body plunge, Ko-Okiri or that one? Yeah, Ko-Okiri, yes. <laughs> we're going to go with Ko-Okiri. Okay, so yes, my two youngest, actually, when we first got to the park, that was the first ride that they saw. They, it was a, a ride now at that time. Later on in the day, it was not the wait time uh, went up. But so they just walked right up. I stayed down to watch because I could tell it was not going to be my thing <laughs> and waited for them to come down. They both loved it. My 14 year old and my nine year old both did it and basically just described it as you go up and then you're standing in the tube and then the bottom drops out and down you go. It's pretty much a straight shot down into the pool below. So, yeah. and, and you're, and you're down through the wall, uh, the volcano. So you can see people doing that. So they loved it. I did not give it a try. Maybe when I'm, when I was younger, I would have done it, but at my age, I, I just didn't feel like it's going to be good for me. So, and it's yeah. basically a free fall. So you stand in a yep. tube, they close the trap door, the bottom falls out and you free fall I don't know how many feet, but it it's takes 125 I mean, it's... feet. It's a 70 degree, a 70 degree fall for 125 feet down. Now, that's so my youngest, <laughs> my youngest is seven. And for the past several years, uh, you know, the first time we went to Universal, you could see the volcano from our hotel room. And so he has wanted to like this volcano looked awesome. Well, we have not been a volcano bay because he was too short to ride several of the rides. And I knew it would just be an argument all day of why he couldn't ride everything everybody else was riding. So this was the first time we had gone was in April. And we walked in and he walked straight, you know, the, you just walk straight in the entrance and you're facing the volcano. Yep. And his eyes get one. really big. And he turns around and looks at me and says, okay, I am not riding that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and my kids were like, let's go. Yeah. Running over to it. We had six kids total with us when we went, and the four of the five who could ride it did it. I have to tell you, as a parent, like when I walked them up there, I walked them to the entrance, they tapoo tapooed in. We all had water shoes on. My family and concrete and bare feet just do not mix. So we did all have water shoes on. 
and they actually have to take their water shoes off to ride this ride. The team member there at the entrance said, the only thing you can have on you is your bathing suit. That is it. I guess they want to ensure that you're coming down easily and not getting stuck or anything or having any problems. So I actually did have to collect their shoes. But like Ashley said, then you just go around to the exit and you watch them come off. The one thing I do wish Universal had is maybe like some kind of, I don't know, maybe a computer screen or something. Yeah. So you knew who was coming down next because you're going, okay, is this my kid? Okay. (laughs) Is this my kid? Okay. You know, and it's like, I wish I knew who was coming down. And I actually did have a freak out session for a second. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if my niece gets up there and decides not to do it? She was the only girl and the, you know, the other ones were boys. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But no, she came down the second she was smiling. I think she handled it better than the boys did. Yes. Well, we did have a moment like that on the uh, Kala and Tai Nui serpentine body slides. Those are the other slides that run through the volcano. The steps are up in the back of the volcano and it kind of winds around and through. But it is also a drop slide. My son and older daughter went to do that at the end of the day. And I waited at the bottom and waited and waited. And then finally, I see my daughter come out. And as soon as she pops up out of the water, she's shaking her head and saying, yeah, he is not coming down. So (laughs) my youngest did kind of, he was brave in the beginning of the day and then got scared there at the end. But he did. He ended up having to walk back down all those steps. Do you know what? But that's a good point. Like, don't, if you get up there and you just like are, nope, this, I decided this yeah, is not for me. you can come back down. Be br- you're fine. No one's picking on you. Like, it it definitely looks scarier up at the top than it does at the bottom. You know, just just say it. Like, he'll, <laughs> well, he'll get a little guys. older and he'll do it in a couple of years, you know? Like, right. yeah. Or not. He could be like me and I have made <laughs> he could be that like walk of shame back down a line several times because I've like, okay, I'm going to get in line with everybody. And then it comes time to get in and buckle up. And I'm like, nope, I'm done. I can't do this. I need like, I literally have had to have somebody stop, you know, okay, we're already strapped in. We're buckled. And no, I need off this ride. I can't do it. So I, I have a little bit of anxiety when it comes to just not knowing what's going to happen. Once I've ridden something once and then I know I'm either okay or I'm not doing it again. But that first time is just a little bit, a little bit freaky. The first time I ever rode Seven Dwarfs Mine Train <laughs> was with you guys and I had never ridden it before because I was scared to get on it and it's it's nothing. <laughs> Listen, I was just telling another one of our agents, it's amazing what this group will make you do. <laughs> like, because I... I knew I would have betted all the money I had that I was not getting on Hagrid's when we went last November. And what do I do? I got on Hagrid's. It just not once, but twice, twice. <laughs> and yes, I we love it Hagrid's now, twice. you know, like I love it yeah. and agree, Sharon, because had I been with my family, I would have never been on that ride at all. Yeah. But everybody's like, oh, you can do this. I'm like, I know. I don't know. What does okay. that say for us? We're very bad influences with peer pressure. Peer Teenagers pressure. do not do what we do. To, like, say no to yes. peer pressure. <laughs> but I want to point out another ride. So the Honu Ika Moana, it is a fabulous ride. So when we went in March, Jamie, Samantha, and I, Jamie was like, nope, not doing it. Y'all can do it if you want. I'm not. Which I... To me, in my mind, I went, 
oh my gosh, if Jamie won't ride this, like, there's no way I'm riding this. Well, I rode it. I rode the green section of the ride, which is the softer version of it. That is the Ika Moana of the Hanu Ika Moana. And the ride is built, it's like ancient people riding friendly waves. It's actually a five-passenger raft. Like a good amount of the rides at Volcano Bay, there is a maximum weight limit. So don't feel like they're getting in your personal business when you're standing on this scale. scale. Thank you. Yep, the scale and they're weighing you. It's just for proper placement. The kids all rode it together one time and they took the green path. And when they came off, they wanted to ride again. But some of them wanted to take the blue path, which is for a lack of a better term, the scarier path, I guess. That's the Hanu of the Hanu Ika Moana. And so, but my niece wanted to ride it. She did not want to do the blue side. So she convinced me to go with her. And I didn't want her. She really wanted to ride it again. So I sucked it up. I can't tell her to be brave and then me not be brave. So I did. And let me just tell you, I loved it. It was a very smooth ride. I mean, this raft is for five people. There was only two of us in it. And it was so smooth. I have convinced myself that when Eli and I go back in a couple of weeks, I'm riding the blue side with him because they said it was fabulous. And after experiencing the green side, I figured it couldn't be too much worse than than the green oh, side. So you did not do the blue. I have not done the, the blue side. Yep. I only okay. did the green. Some of the kids did the blue side. I did the blue with my family, with all five of us. So we were going pretty fast. <laughs> and I think, I mean, beside Krakatoa, which is just completely different, this was their favorite ride for sure. The Hanu side yep. the blue. Because they loved just go we could one see it from Cabana Bay. That that's the ride you can kind of see mm-hmm. right out our hall and just looking at it they were like oh you know and then we got on and did it and you definitely I mean it's very exciting I'll just say that so you, you just you for sure need to I'm gonna hold on and I'm gonna do it with him we're gonna do it I am gonna try it I and am a little excited behind us yeah and there'll <laughs> so only we be two flying. of us yeah there'll only be two of us probably in the raft so hopefully we won't be going on but the Hanu really is sort of taken off of what you're supposed to be picturing, I guess, when you write it, is that you're riding a sea turtle. It's supposed to have that look, that feel to it, the ancient people riding a wave on a sea turtle. So I am excited. I, I think I'm going to try it. I may check it out when I get there. And if I do, oh, you for sure, but you I think, try it. You should. Yeah, Eli is pretty good. The raft, then you are going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. So I am. I'm going to suck it up and do it. So. Yeah. Now, my family didn't ride any of those type of slides, the raft ones. My um, Andrew was a little bit scared. He didn't want to ride those slides. So we didn't do that. But I do like how you don't have to carry your tubes up to the rides, right? So all of those are taken up kind of on a, I don't know, like a not a trolley, an escalator type. I mean, all the tubes just are, they go up on their own. So I did you like the fact you don't have mm-hmm. to stand there in line on a set of stairs carrying, you know, holding a tube that's bigger than you and it's bumping into people and you feel like you're going to fall down the stairs if somebody backs up the wrong way. Right. Yes. I remember doing that back in the day growing up when we'd go to the water parks, you had to carry your tubes with you. Yeah. So, I mean, and I don't know how you'd even carry the five person tubes, but no. really the round raft slides were my family's 
favorite rides. Part of the reason we could all do it together. There's a few that had the five passenger. So, um, the Hanu and I think I'm not, there's the Maku Puihi. There's another one that also you can do five, but they really did like the, uh, the raft rides and not having to carry the tubes up is, um, definitely huge. Yes. But there are so many different rides. Like you said, you guys didn't even ride, your family didn't ride them, but you, there's so many different types. There's the body slides. There's the raft rides. There's the drop slides. There's obviously the lazy river and the wave pool, which my kids always wanted to go back to that. So I would put that in one of their top things too. There's just a lot of different choices. So really, no matter what type of slide or ride you're looking for, then you're going to find something. Yeah. And let me say, I mean, even if you have little ones who maybe are not tall enough to ride rides, or maybe the only one they can ride is Krakatau, because it has a really good height requirement. They have the uh, Runamucca Reef, which is the little kid area. Mm -hmm. My youngest niece, who's five, you know, just to give you an idea, when we're at the swimming pool, she's just as happy on the side, outside of the swimming pool, squirting water guns into, you know, the group who's in the swimming pool, you know, and playing with them from the outside. So just to give you that idea, like, she, you know, has that in the summer. That's what she does. She loved Runamucca Reef. Now, she did run out of Runamucca Reef to go ride Krakatau, too. So let me just say that. She was tall enough to ride Krakatau. And so when it came to Krakatau or, you know, the kid player area, Krakatau won every time. But just to give you that idea, I mean, there are things to do. One thing I did notice about the wave pool, I have this healthy fear of water. Like, I love it. We want to have fun. But when we're in the wave pool, I'm constantly counting kids because it is hard to sort of keep you all there together. One thing that I did notice is when the wave pool gets ready to start, some of the lifeguards actually come into the pool and line the rope area. Just that rope area is at the very, like, I guess, top of the wave pool, per se. Yeah, the back where it's really rough. And the lifeguards do actually get in the pool just to make sure that all the kids who are up there surrounding that area who like the bigger waves are still safe. And that they are, you know, able to swim through it all and there's no emergencies that are happening. So that really was a nice feature. I didn't have to worry about our kids who weren't in life vests when they were up there because I knew a lifeguard could get their hands on them within seconds. And I didn't have to be up there with them because I really did not want to be, you know, I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the wave pool, but I didn't want to be right there at the start of it. I wanted to be back a little bit. So that, that well, really I was nice. I love the music too that plays right before the waves are going to start. The yes. Hawaiian, like the drum beat, whatever it is. I don't know, but it's like, so you know that the waves are coming and it yes. definitely is like the whole yeah. vibe and feel of being in yes. the islands. Yeah. And Volcano Bay really has done a wonderful theme. I mean, the whole theming of Volcano Bay is this ancient people. I mean, you know, the Koakiri body plunge, that buddy plunge we talked about, you're coming down the volcano. I mean, what you're doing is you're, it's a water tribute to the volcano god Vol. It's all surrounding this volcano god that ex- exists surrounding that volcano. And it really is great theming if you get uh-huh. in there and sort of know the theming that creates around each ride and each area. It really is nice. Yeah. 
just even the names of the rides. And like you said, the run amok a reef. I remember yeah. thinking when we saw that, how hilarious that was, the kids running amok. Yeah, <laughs> which is what yeah, they do, Andrew, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And well, Andrew really enjoyed that area also. And I will say I have made the mistake, like I told you guys for the past several years, he has wanted to go to Volcano Bay. And I wouldn't go because I would look at the height charts. and I'm like, okay, he could do one thing there. And it's just going to be an argument all day about, oh, I want to do this. And you're not tall enough because he's a daredevil and he wants to do everything that he's too small to do. But Really, I mean, don't let that hold you back from going because there is a really nice area with different slides and things in the for the little ones also. And he had a great time and he would have had a great time for the past five years being there had I actually taken him. So, yeah, yeah. but yes, it's great for kids and families of all ages, even like Sharon said, if you have an ADA need, it's, you know, there's accommodations as well. But moving on to our Crushed It segment of this week, I'm going to recommend it's the Aqua Vault waterproof floating phone case. And so I bought one of these specifically for our Volcano Bay trip, and it worked perfect. I used it on the rides, in the Lazy River, in the wave pool. Sharon, you bought one also, right? I did. So I bought one for our March trip, and it worked perfectly. When we went to April, I was getting our stuff together the night before. And realized I forgot my waterproof case. I truly was crushed. I really was. But thankfully, I had convinced my mom to also buy one. And so when she found out that I had left mine, she said, here, you use mine. You'll be in the water. I won't be in the water. My phone won't even be near it. So you use mine, which was nice because I used hers. And it really does work. I have a video somehow of my water over my phone under the water and it's just taking video footage i have no idea it started on its own i guess (laughs) and so like yeah you know it uh mine didn't leak i was able to take pictures and videos on the rides and the in the pool so yeah mine worked i've used a couple before that were just a little bit maybe cheaper quality that i did not like as well as this one so if you're looking for one um we'll put the the link in the show notes to this and i personally i give it five pineapple rings would you agree Yes, definitely. Five pineapple rings. Another part that I love, too, is that you can get it in color. So I have the pink and the case floats with your phone in it. So if for some reason you don't have it around your neck and you happen just to accidentally let go of it, it will float on the water. So it's easy to find, too, because it's not blue or I believe they have a blue one, but I did not get the blue one because I did not want it looking like it was water, you know, in my mind. So that's I got the pink but it floats right on the water as well. Yeah, it was definitely worth the money. We've used, I've used mine at twice now and with no issues. So we both recommend that. But that's, I think we're going to wrap it up for today. So thank you guys for joining us. And if you have any questions about Volcano Bay, please reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram at Pineapple Escapes or via email at info at pineappleescapes.com. Universal Orlando is one of our favorite theme parks, and we would love to help you plan your trip. Bye! We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.